Warning, warning, the following segment is not for the faint of heart. Consider yourself warned. Hey, it's Seeking Plum, and today's episode is about poop. (laughs) Seriously. To get this ball rolling, we have to go back to fall of 2016, when NASA issued the Space Poop Challenge. I kid you not. When I saw the headline, I thought it must be a joke. They were looking for, quote, proposed solutions for fecal, urine, and menstrual management systems to be used in the crew's launch and entry suits over a continuous duration of up to six days. The challenge has since closed, and the winners have received their monetary awards. But when I first read this headline, and being the strange person that I am, I spent too many hours contemplating this question and trying to come up with some random ideas. Yes, someone who knows absolutely nothing about this tried to brainstorm, imagine possibilities. It seemed like an interesting question. So currently during a launch or a landing, a crew wears something similar to a diaper, but those distances from where they're going and the return to earth is not that far currently. So it's only a couple of hours. So the diaper, although not pleasant, is a fine temporary solution for something like that. But for a longer journey, it really is not healthy or effective or efficient. And when you start to really dig into this, there's a lot to consider. (laughs) Actually, I think I was making this question more difficult for myself than it had to be. I'd either forgotten or didn't realize that this is just for launches and landings. I was imagining the astronaut as a single contained uh, entity. So them out doing their, you know, EVA out in space by themselves outside of the shuttle. So I was thinking not only do they have to carry their waste, both types of waste, they're also going to have to carry with them their sustenance, their water. And then is there going to be a recycling process involved there too? And although gravity wouldn't play a role in the idea of weight, there's still this idea of mass and bulk. And then the logistics of how all of that works. I mean, you don't have gravity, and you can't wipe yourself, and you want to make sure that it is removed away from the body. And you also have to take into consideration the different genders. And I think I will leave a lot of this right there and not get into any more of the specifics of how I tried to figure out some of these things. (laughs) Okay, so this brings me to today and cow farts. I told you, today's all about poop. (laughs) So I read this headline, and it says, To save the planet, scientists figured out how to fix cow farts. The idea of fixing cow farts, the bottom line is they want to breed cows or genetically modify these cows to be different, to to (laughs) create less methane. Because supposedly the U.S. beef production alone, that's, this is just the U.S., uh, equals the annual emissions of 24 million cars. That's a shit ton of methane. 
So these scientists determined that the genes of the cows influence the microbial communities in their gut, which produce the methane. So I've got a few questions here. Is this the solution to take if we don't know the long-term effects? Genetically altering cows, the meat we eat, we consume that might affect our bodies now and down the line generations ahead of us, particularly when there could be an alternative solution. If the ultimate goal is to champion and protect the climate, could there be another way to decrease methane? What if we harnessed it? Methane has lots of uses. Okay, okay, yeah, it sounds kind of crazy, but I mean, think about it, right? We're just talking about the NASA poop challenge. Somewhere on this great big blue and green marble, people have been thinking about how to deal with waste, how to pull it away from the body, contain it uh, for later disposal. And those questions have been contemplated in an environment that's outside of the normal, you know, they, in space, without gravity, without, like, like in a vacuum, having to deal inside of spacesuits, you know? What if we could create some sort of something that didn't necessarily save the waste itself, but captured the methane? I think we'd uh, just have to give up on the methane belches, but, uh, but, but maybe it's possible to harness methane. It would help the climate. It would not modify the food we consume. It would not presumably hurt the cow if we create it in such a way. And it would capture a renewable resource. And that is the ridiculous, crazy question I leave you with today. I bid you adieu.